The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Daf Tzaddi Aleph. Today's daf is being studied in Shmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tarihan Begin Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied in Fu'a Shalimah Yosef ben Sarah. Sarah Bat Rahel. Inna Rafa Nahim. Inna Rafa Nahim. Inna Rafa Nahim. Fatanam Shalagu Fatam. Karabla Bukhin Yenasov and Omar. Fa'acha bidinar mekarka'e kamepalge. Well, new subject. The dinar is in the land. Exactly. Look at the top rashi. Bedinar mekarkei kamepalge. Iba'ina nahu motar sheyesham shte ketubot. You have the two ketubot taya. Bedinar mekarkaot. Ve'acha bedeleka motar dinar ela metaltele. The case over here where they were arguing is you have a dinar, but the dinar is in movables. Everybody agrees, really, there is Benin Dekhrim. And everybody holds what? If you have an extra dinar, it's got to have, you have to have an extra dinar's worth. What's the Mahlokan over here? Where's the dinar? Everybody holds if it's in Karka, beautiful. That's considered an extra dinar. And that's Yerusha. Therefore, Ketubah number two is paid. Benin Dekhrim number one is paid. You have the rest is in Karka, divided, beautiful. The Mahloket is, if the Dinar is in Metaltenin. Tanakama will say Dinar Metaltenin, that's not considered uh, Motar Dinar, and therefore there was no Benin Dekhrin, which what do you do in that case? In that case, give the Ketubah to the second one, and you just divide everything equally after that. Rabbi Shavon comes up and says, no, even if the Dinar is in uh, Metaltenin, that's considered the Yerusha. Pay off uh, Ketubah number two, pay off Benin Dechita number one, and let's put the uh, dinar as the Yerusha. The Mahlokan is in, the, the dinar have to be in Metaltin or not. Good. Comes to Kebola and says, what do you mean? That's Tanakama. Mekarka ye Metaltin lo. Mor Sabar, Bishimon says, Afilu Metaltin. Comes to Kebola and says, Umi Matzit Amartache. Could you say that? Beferu says, you need an extra dinar, and where does that dinar have to be? On the chasim on karka. So nobody argues, everybody agrees that the extra dinar has to be in karka, so therefore you cannot learn the Mahlokah, the way you're learning it. Which means, you want to learn the Mahlokah is what? Is the Benin Dekhrin at all? So what's No, 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 no. Everybody holds this Benin Dekhrin. Mahlokah is a technical point. We have the extra dinar, but it's in metaltalin. And the Bishra will say, if the extra dinar is metaltalin, it's okay. Comes the Gemara, so what are you talking about? The Bishra says, everybody holds. The Bishra included the whole, that the extra dinar has to be in Karka. If it's not in Karka, it's not considered the, the, there. Ela... Okay, the different Mahlokin. Everybody holds that what? There is Benin Dekhrin in this case, where one died, 
But she died, and then the husband died in the second month. Everybody holds there's 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 there's, there's been a chiyuv. What's the machloket? La'achah bedinar mishabedek hamepalge. We're talking about when there is a dinar, but the dinar is not in the estate; it's owed to the father. Understand? It's not it's not on the karka, but it's receivable. More sabar mebnehorin in. The dinar's got to be here, available. Even if it's uh, receivable, it's open. That's considered already a dinar for Yerusha, and therefore they can get the Benin Dechrin. Good? Comes again what on says, Iyache. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Im Yesham Motar Dinar, Rabbi Shimon's language doesn't make sense according to this. Because what was his language? Im yesham motar dinar. Kevan yesham motar dinar mev'ele. He should have said, since there is a motar dinar. Because what was Tarakama saying? Tarakama obviously was talking about a case where there was a dinar, it was just in receivables. Right? So Rabbi Shimon should have said what? Kevan yesham dinar. Since there is a dinar there, I mean, in exactly your case that you said it's no good, Rabbi Shimon should react and say, no, since there is a dinar, even though it's Mishabe there, it's okay. But he didn't say that. His language was what? Im yesh sham motar dinar. It's mashma that he's holding that there's no dinar in this case either. Why would he say if there is? According to there is. What was Tarakama talking about? There's a dinar, but it's Meshabede. That's why Tarakama says, no good. So what, what's the language of the Bishra Shimon? He should say, Kevanchi yesh po dinar, govebenin dechrin. Correct? Again, according to Tarakama, what's the case we're talking about? The case we're talking about now is over here, that what? There is a dinar. But the dinar is not here. The dinar is owed. Beautiful. So Tarakama says, when the dinar is owed, it's not here. That's not considered a dinar. Therefore, there's no binin dechrin. Pay, pay the second lady ketubah, and whatever's left over, you split evenly. Very good. Comes the, uh, the Rebishim one comes along and says, no. Im yesh dinar. What do you mean im yesh dinar? According to you, it's kevanchi yesh dinar. You should say, since there isn't dinar, because you hold the mishabit, that is considered a dinar. Good. Ela. So we have to review, revamp the mahloket. Befachot medinar kamepalge. The mahloket over here is... It's talking about when it's less than a dinar. More sabar dinar in. Pachot me dinar lo. Umor sabar afilu pachot me dinar. Rabbi Shimon holds even less than dinar. For Yerusha to divide, give me less than a dinar. Which we're understanding now, meaning, let's just review, because we have to see, always don't know what we're talking about. I mean, you gave the ketubah to the second wife. Good. You're not going to give Benin Dechrin, Benin Dechrin, let's review, that means the first Yorshima coming and saying, hey, before we divide this uh, equally over here, we want our mother's ketubah, take it out of Yerusha, give it to us. We're not going to say that until there's at least something left over after that to divide equally amongst the Yorshim. Now the Mahloket is how much? So Tanakhama is going to say, you got to have at least a dinar. And the Bishra is going to say even less than a dinar. How could you say that? What do you mean? But the Bishwan said dinar. He said, Yes, dinar. That doesn't make uh, sense. That's she. 
דינר כאמר, דקטני, היה שם יותר דינר, ותרק כמה דברי תינו, תרק 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 כמה דברי תינו, Maybe you'll come along and switch it around. Switch the shitot around. Meaning, I'll say it like this. The Bishamon is going to be the one that says what? You need a dinar. And Tanakama is the one that's going to say that you can even have less than the dinar. How are you going to do that? That's she. V'chitem ha'ipuch. Pirushat de parashina b'fluktaihu. This machloket that we explained uh, above. Actually, not in the Hatsi Dinar. We knocked that out. Can't be Hatsi Dinar because the Bishop clearly says Dinar. So now we're going to go a, a, a different way. We're going to go back to the original way we understood it. And we're going to say it like this Pirusha de Parashina Befluktayu Ipuch, the Emma, the En Banea Shilzu de Kaamar Tanakama, Abene di Shonakae. Which means, when Tanakama came along and said, let's get his language, Tanakama's language was. נסעתה ראשונה ומתה, נסעתה שנייה ומתה, מתו, באים בניה של זו לאחר מיתה ונותנים כתובת אימן. So we understood בניה של זו means the second. Now maybe I'll eat it and say like this. Maybe it's exactly. וכאמר דשקלה כתובת בנין דחרין. Which means maybe, uh, maybe, really it is a machloket, if there's benin dekhrin in this case. And just reverse, Tarakama is the one that says, there is benin dekhrin. Vek'atar bishimon lememar, im yesham motar dinar, kulam notlin, ve'im lav ela pachot medinar, yesh cholkim b'shaveh. And to that, Rabbi Shimon comes along and says, im yesham motar dinar, if there's at least a dinar, kulam notlin, ve'im lav ela pachot, no, so therefore Tarakama is even pachot. So we're saying now, really I'll tell you, we're working with the pachot uh, business. Tarakama is saying like this. You need, you need some money there. Everybody needs some money there. How much money you need to go to Tarakama there for the Benin Dechim to hit? Even pachot meshave dinar. And what is Tarakama saying? Tarakama is saying, in that case, we have less than a dinar. The first set, govin ketubatan. That's Benin Dechim. Meaning pay, pay the second. Pay the first. How much you have left over? Half a dinar? Beautiful. The atar bishim on the memar? No. In yesham motar dinar. You need a dinar. Then it works. But if you have a, less than a dinar, it doesn't work. So it's the Tarakama that's being the momekel over here. Tarakama is saying it works even when a parot b'shavet puts up in the ipuch. Good? That Gemara comes along and says, Bechitem ha'ipuch Problem. Tanakamad matnitin nami dinar ka'amar. Which means we have Tanakamad in the Braita, I'm sorry, in the Mishnah. And Tanakamad of the Mishnah clearly says when it comes to Berindikin, you need a dinar. Now we could assume that Tanakamad of a Mishnah is the same Tanakamad of the Braita. So you're not going to start telling me that Tanakama of the bright the holds you can have less than a dinar, and Tanakama of the Mishnah holds a dinar. It's got to be, they're the same. So your Ipuch theory does not work. Ela, in the statement, we have a, we have a Mishnah later on that clearly says, for Benin Dechlin to work, 
Tanakama says you have to have a dinar left over. So you cannot make Tanakama of the Braita saying that even a Pahoma dinar. Does he make you stir up between Tanakama of the Braita and Tanakama of the Mishnah? So we're back to the question. What indeed is the Machlok in the Braita between the Bishamon and Tanakama? Ela Kihana Ktre Lishna Kamae. I'll tell you know what? The Machloket of Rabbi Shimon and Tanakama, it's like we want to interpret it in the first answers. Now, see, what are the first answers? We had two different answers. Let's review those two answers. One answer was what? If the dinar was in the karka, that was one way of learning the Machloket. Right? If the dinar is in the karka. And we want to, how do we learn the machloket in that? We wanted to say that Tanakama held that what? The machloket they were discussing was with dinar was in the metaltaline. Tanakama said dinar in the metaltaline, that's not considered a dinar. And the Bishon came along and said, dinar in metaltaline is considered dinar. That was one way of learning. Second way of learning we said is dinar and mishabedeh. Well, dinar was owed to them. Tanakama said dinar is owed, not good. That's not considered a dinar, an extra. And the Bishon came along and said, yeah, it's good. The problem is we had questions on both those uh, she taught, and the language of Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon's language did not fit in to these, uh, these she taught. Let's, let's review what, what, was, what was problematic with the language. According to the opinion that said what? Dinar Mishabedeh. So Tarakam, I'm going to give you the case of Dinar Mishabedeh, where the Dinar was uh, somewhere else, so Tarakam said, that's not considered a Dinar. So where was Rabbi Shimon's language? In Yesham Dinar. What do you mean, in Yesham Dinar? His language should have been Kevanchi Yesh. Dinar. So therefore, that, that, that did not work. Similarly, when we gave the answer of uh, Dinar in uh, Karka, so Tarakma was saying Dinar in Karka is not good. The Bishop was coming up to say what Dinar in Karka is good. But the language was not good on that. Why? Because the Gebara questioned. Same, uh, same, same, uh, same claim. No, actually, no. The, the question on that was no. The question on that was we see that according to on, it's got to be from Karka as well. That was the claim on that one. Which you can't tell me the Bishmon holds you can have metal thing. So clearly the Bishmon said, even the Chasim, Davka the Chasim, she's the Machrayut. So now the Gemara is going to say, fine. You know what? Let's revert back to those two answers. But we're going to figure out a way to make it work. Okay. How? says, We're going to use the two versions that we said above. And just what? Switch it around. Rashi. Taritsuta, switch the answers. Vachi kamar. Tanakama be'en banea shelishona. Ba'in banea shelishona. Gam hem venotin kitubat imam. Which means really learn like we learned that it's talking about where the first Yorshiba coming and they can get benin dechrim. Why? Mishum tenai benin dechrim. Afagad deleka ena motadira metaltene. Even though it's coming from metal, to Om Meshabedeh, but the Rebbe Shimon Lememar, if there's motar dinar mekarke'e, ubne hare elu notlin, the hashtag Rebbe Shimon lechumra, and the sheyach 
Beautiful, which means like this. Switch it around. Make Rabbi Shimon the Mahmir over here. And make Tanakama the Mekil. And Tanakama is saying one of two things. He's coming along and saying, if the Yorshim come along to take their Kittabah, they get it. Which Yorshim? First Yorshim. Meaning, give them Benin Dikhrim. In, in one of two cases. Either a case where the Dinar is only in Metal Talim. It's okay. That's fine. Because you have, you, have, you have a Dinar for Yerusha. Or if the Dinar is owed. It's also okay. To that, Rabbi Shimon comes along and says, No, you need a dinar. Meaning what? You need a dinar either in Karka or you need a dinar there, not, not old. So therefore, Rabbi Shimon is coming to be Mahmir, and therefore everything works out. That, now we go back to that Mahloket. How do you learn the Mahloket between Rabbi Shimon and Tanakama? Not like the Mahlukah of Rabbi Akiva and Ben Nanas. Rabbi Akiva and Ben Nanas, we concluded, it's indeed a Mahlukah. In the case of where the lady died first, then the husband died in the second marriage, it's a Mahlukah. Is there Benin Dikhin in all this case? So we wanted to say, oh, But we concluded that no, Rabbi Shimon and Tanakama really hold on. There is Benin Dikhin. The whole Mahlukah is over here on the Gabet Dinar, the extra Dinar that you need to. Uh, uh, to activate this meaning dechrin, where is it coming from? Tanakama is coming along and saying, give it to the first Yorshim regardless. Even if the dinar is from Metaltalin, or even if the dinar is old. The Atar Bishimon, the Memar, no. Im Yesh Motar Dinar, then, meaning Motar Dinar means it's got to be in the Karkar, it's got to be there. And that's the way we understand the Mahalokit. So therefore, it's not the same Mahalokit, the Biakiba and Ben Nanas, as the Bishamon and Tanakama. Comes the Gemara and continues. Amar Morzutra, Meshemedra Papa, Hilcheta, Had Behayav, the Had Bimoto, Yesh Tahen Kitubat Benin Dechrin, Uchtuba. Naset Motala Haverta. So the Gemara gives a conclusion over here in the Halakha. That we follow two laws over here. Number one law, that there is benin dechrin in this case over here. Where there's a Yerush, there's a Balchov on one wife, and there's a benin dechrin on the other, it kicks in. Like we learned in our understanding of the Mishnah. And second of all, you don't need a motar dinar over here. Which means the money that was paid to the second lady, the Balchov, that's considered already like the Yerusha that everybody got. They paid off the Balhov and they paid the Benin. You don't need an extra <coughs> dinar to this uh, situation. So now the Gemara says, Pishlama Yashmi'ina Nahat Bahayab Bahat Memoto Yeshtam Kituba Benin Dikhrin Veloshmi'in Kituba Nasimuta Lahabrita Hava Amina Ika Motar Dinar In Ilono. Which is, I understand why you had to tell me both cases. If you're telling me the case of Benin Dikhrin first, and then you're giving me the Dinar case. Because if you just gave me the case of Benin Dikhrin alone, that there is Benin Dikhrin, I wouldn't know if you need an extra Dinar or not. That's why you had to tell me, Vechen Halakha is, that the Ketubah that's paid is considered the Dinar. So if you say it in that order, it makes sense. You need to tell me that there is Benin Dikhrin. Now you got to tell me, do you need Motar Dinar or not? So it works out. Just tell me the second halakha. 
once already you tell me the second halakha that what? That you consider the motar ketubah as a dinar. Obviously I know that means that in such a case there's going to be benin dekhrin. Because what are you discussing motar dinar? The subject of motar dinar kicks in when there's a benin dekhrin situation. So the Gavarat really asking you, you just could have told me the second deen. And automatically, once you're ready, you tell me the second deen is the ketubah that was paid. Is it considered the motad or not? Obviously, the discussion is no So for sure, it's benin dekhrin. So just tell me halakha number two, and I would deduce halakha number one. Kebara says, I need to tell it to you. Why? If I just would have told you halakha number two, Haba Amina, I would have thought Kegon Shenasa Shalosh Nashim. I would have said that the case is talking about where he married three wives. Umetu Shtayim Behayav. Two of them died Behayav. So both the Kitubot went back to the husband. Ve'achat Bemoto. Oh, and one died. After uh, uh, he died, and therefore she's technically balat hov, she's technically getting ketubah. But when I finished, vehad demayit lachar mita, which means then she died after, but technically she's getting a ketubah. So this one over here, yoledet nekebahi, she has one daughter. So her yoresh is a yoreshet. She's a girl, velav bat yirushahi, which means that we know that. A girl is not yours. The only thing she's coming to her is what? The ketubah of her mother. Because that's against the balat hov. But after that, there is no Yerusha coming around. So in this case over here, I would say for sure they should get benin dikhrin. Because the whole logic that we wanted to say, that maybe there's no benin dikhrin, is because there's going to be machloket. But there's not going to be any machloket over here. Because she's coming along, the most she can get is what? Ketubah. Since she's a girl, she cannot get anything <coughs> more. Or she can, she's not getting Yerusha, because she's a girl. So therefore, for sure in that case, there would be Benin Dekhrin to the uh, other two. They'll, 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 they'll divide Benin Dekhrin, they'll split up the rest evenly. And the Hiddush, I would have said, is in the second halakha, it's just telling me that you need a Motar Dinar, meaning amongst the two that are going with the Benin Dekhrin uh, subject, before they divide Benin Dekhin, they have to ascertain that there's an extra dinah that they were able to split amongst them. So I would say in that case over there, the Hidush is the Motar Ketubah, the Ketubah that they paid to the Yorshin of the third wife, the girl, that's considered Motar, and therefore if there's nothing left beside them, they can still have Benin Dekhin. I repeat, you gave me a Halakha. The Halakha was what? The motar of the kutubah, the price, the money that you pay for that's considered the dinar. So I would say, you know what that case is talking about? I would say it's a case of three wives. Three wives, two of them uh, died first, and one of them outlived the husband, and the husband died. And that third wife has a daughter. Okay, only a daughter. Now what's the com- components of the daughter? A daughter, well, she's still about at home. She gets the mother's kutubah, because it was all to the mother, so all to the daughter. But she's not a yoreshit. Mm-hmm. Good. So now, there's no question that Benin Dekhin kicks in in this case. Because there was only a Sevarat to say that maybe Benin Dekhin doesn't kick in when you have Yorshim on one side and Benin Dekhin on the other side, and Babal on one side, and then Yorshim on the other side. 
So now all the Yorshim are going to come along and say, we don't want you to take Benichim, we want to divide everything equally. Mashiach, in this case over here, this girl, she's not a Yoreshit. So there's no She'elah that is not going to come to Ensuye. There's no going to be no fights over here, because this girl knows, I'm not part of the, uh, the, the Yerushah B'Klal. Give me my uh, money for Ketubah. And she's out of the picture. So for sure, it's a Benin Dekhin case. And what's the Hadush of the second Halakha? The Hadush of the second Halakha is that that money that you paid her for the Ketubah is considered like Motar, meaning, how do you look at it? You were all Yoresh. And it came to all of you. You paid her off the Ketubah. So therefore the Yerushah Deoraita was Hal. She's both both uh, Yorshim of the first two wives. They were Yorish. They paid off a Balchov. Now, even though there's nothing left over besides Benin Dikhrim, split over the Benin Dikhrim. But I wouldn't have known that this applies with two wives. Where the second wife over here, when she died, she has boys. And they might come along and say, hey, we don't want this Benin Dikhrim business. We want to divide everything. Equally, which means we were Yoresh, the Ketubah, that, that Yoresh, that we, Balchov. we took the Ketubah, beautiful. Now you're coming along and saying, hey, you want, you want to get paid? Uh, hey, we're not interested now. We're Yorshin here. Let's divide everything equally. So you might have thought in that case, you don't say, Benin uh, Dechlin. Uh, 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 that's why the Gemara says, And when they have a boy, I might have thought that we Hoshesh to fighting. No, and therefore we repeat. When it says in the halakha, uh, we said two halakhot. Halakha number one, there's the law of Benin Dikhrin, Ehat Bechayav, Ehat Bemoto. But the law of Benin twice. And number two, the Gemara, the extra dinar, you don't need an extra dinar. The Ketubah that you paid is considered like the, 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 the Yerusha. That's considered like the extra dinar. Beautiful. So the Gemara says, I have no problem in these two halakhot. I know why you have to tell me halakhot number one, and I know why you have to tell me halakhot number two. Because they're two different halakhot. Halakhot number one just tells me, when in this case of a way, one is coming midin benignin dikhrin, one is coming midin balat hov, there is benignin dikhrin in this case. Meaning there's no din of insuya. We don't say that we're going to hoshesh for fighting. And therefore there's benignin dikhrin in this case, wonderful. And what's the second halakhot telling me? Another, another condition. You should know... In this case, you don't need motar uh, dinar. You can rely on the balchov that uh, she got paid her ketubah. Beautiful. But the Kibbara says, why did you have to go that way? You could have just told me halakha number two, and I could have deduced halakha number one from it. How? Tell me halakha number two. What does halakha number two say? Listen, if there's a balachov of it that gets paid her ketubah, that's considered motar, and therefore... You give the benin dikhrin. <laughs> so what does that teach me? That in the case where you have uh, one, one's a balat hov and one's a uh, 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 getting a medin yirusha, there's benin dikhrin in this case. So by telling me case number two, automatically I know case number one. Kibra says no. If you told me case number two only, halakha number two, I would have learned it in a, in, in, in a totally different case. I would have learned the cases talking about we have three wives. That's review, three wives. Two of them, the husband outlived them. That means they died first. So what happened to their ketubah? Went back to the husband. Right. Because Benin Dikhrin situation right over there. Well, let's continue. He got remarried. What happened? Third wife. He died. This lady over here now gets a ketubah. Okay, she died. She has a daughter. So what? The daughter still gets the ketubah. 
but that's all she gets. There is no Yirusha for this daughter on anything else. Once you cash her out on a Ketubah, she's finished. So in that case, I would say, you know what? <coughs> this case is a case where the Bedin Dekhim kick in, because once you give her a Ketubah, she has no claim that she wants a piece of the action, all that. Cash her out, make the Bedin Dekhim with the other two, and the Hadush of the second Alakha is that that money that you gave her is considered the Motar Dinar, where the Bedin Dekhim can be divided equally. But in the case where there was just two wives, and one is coming with Deen Bedin Dekhim, wife number one, and the other one's coming with Deen Balat Chob, and then they have boys, so they're coming with Deen Yerusha. Maybe I would say in that case over there, you don't keep Bedin Dekhim, because maybe I'm Hoshesh Le'insuye. What's the insuye? The boys are coming along and saying, hey, hey. Split everything equally now. You, you, you're coming out and taking an extra helicopter. We're, we're your shim over now. We're all your shim. Everybody gets equal. Kamash ma'lan. That's why you have to say halakha number two and still say halakha number one that what? Ehad bechayab bechad bemoto. There is the deed of benidich. And we're not hoshesh le'insuye. We're not hoshesh that's going to come to a fight. That's why both halakot have to be stated. One and two for sure. But even two... You still have to say halakha number one, because halakha number two, I would have said it's only in the case of three wives. Kamash halakha number one, even in the case of two wives where there's a hashash, and he has a boy. And what's the insui over here? What's the fighting factor? The fighting factor is going to, the, 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 the son of the second wife is going to come along and say, hey, listen, I'm not coming now to give you anything extra, and then you're going to give me my chalik. I'm coming as a yoresh. I'm, uh, I don't want you to take it. I would have thought that the benin dechrin law applies maybe only when both sides are coming between benin dechrin. She's two wives. Husband uh, uh, died. Then they died. Now both yoreshim are coming with benin dechrin claims. They're okay. They're not saying each guy can take uh, their mother's share. But one guy's trying to take their mother's share. One guy's going to take Yerusha. I might say, hey, listen, guys, get out of here. I'm coming for Yerusha over here. Kamash Malan, that even the case where it's potential in Suya, we're not Hoshish, there is Bedin Dekhrin. Mishnah continues, Mishayan Nasui Shte Nashim. So you have a fellow that was married to two wives, Umetu, and then both wives died. So what do we learn? Once the wives died, their Ketubot goes back to the husband. Vaharkach Metu. And then the husband dies. So now as we learned in previous Gemariyot, that the Yetomim have a right to claim Benin Dekhrin. Meaning, the Yetomim inherit the father's property, but before they inherit the property, first they're able to receive their mother's ketubah. That's called the Tanai of Benin Dekhrin. Benin Dekhrin literally means male children. That says that in the event that the husband dies, and the uh, Yerusha is going to be split up amongst the children, the children respectively can get their mother's ketubah before the division of the Yerusha. So it says, right, The respective Yetumim are requesting the ketubah of their mother. But there's only exactly enough money for ketubot. Then the din is cholkin b'shaveh. Then they just divide the entire estate equally, because since there's no extra money for the law of Yerusha, which means an extra dinar, like the Mishnah is going to say, so then the law of Benin Dechin does not apply, and therefore they split the whole estate equally. Let's take an example. Let's say there was uh, fifteen hundred dollars in the estate, and uh, one of the uh, ketubot was worth a thousand dollars, let's say, and the other ketubah was worth five hundred. 
So therefore, if they, each one's going to take their ketubot, he's going to take a, a thousand, this guy's taking five hundred, there's no more money for Yerusha B'Shaveh, an equal Yerusha amongst all the brothers, which is a Din Deoraita. So therefore, in that case of them, we say Cholkin B'Shaveh, meaning each one gets seven hundred fifty dollars, and that's the, uh, the Din. Hayasha Motar Dinar, oh, but if there was an extra Dinar, meaning the fifteen hundred dollars plus an extra Dinar, Elu Notin Ketubat Iman, Elu Notin Ketubat Iman. So each one takes their Ketubat respect, which means this guy takes a thousand, this guy takes 500, and the dinar, they split amongst them. Im Amru, if let's say the Yitomim, come along and say, Amru Yitomim. They come along and say, we are going to assess the value of the assets of our father. So again, the cases over here, the Yitomim are coming along to say, there wasn't uh, uh, an extra dinar. Let's say it was exactly uh, $1,500 without the extra dinar. So they, and, and they're what? Their ketubah, let's say, is 1000 So what are they going to do? They say, we'll take uh, $999 and we'll evaluate that 999 as if it's worth 1000 which means we'll escalate the value of the asset. And therefore, when we're taking 999 we'll consider it as we're taking 1000 What are they gaining? They gain there's a dollar left. There's a dinar left. And now that lets them take their ketubat uh, iman, the higher value, instead of having to split get 750 each. So therefore, by taking, by doing that, they get to, they, they get to uh, invoke the benin dechrim. Kedeshi to ketubat iman. They want to do that in order to uh, invoke the ketubat iman, benin dechrim. And shumayim lahim. We don't listen to them. You evaluate the real price in betin, which you cannot escalate the price just to create an extra dinar in order to make the bin in the chin. Hayusham nekasim b'ra'ui enan kebimuhzak. Good. You have, let's say, nekasim that are not in the father's property, but they're ra'ui, which means, let's say, the father's father has assets. He's still alive. Now, when he dies, those assets are going to come down to the grandchildren. So they're ra'ui. So you might say, let's say they have exactly amount 1500, but they don't have an extra dinar, but they have something that's ra'ui. That one day is going to come down. So the Gemara says, Enan We don't consider it as muhzak, and therefore they split the nechasim b'shavet, which is the monies have to be actually holding by the yirusha, even though it's destined to come down to yirusha. It's not considered as it is there, and therefore they split it b'shavet. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, Afilu yesham nechasim Even if let's say they have nechasim she'en la'maharayut, which means metaltelin. Enan klum. That's not considered anything. Which means this extra dinar that we said, like we learned the Mishnah on Shitan Daf and Daf, says what? It's dafka from Karka. Which is we don't consider uh, the dinar is if it's from Metalta. Which is you need the fifteen hundred dollars now, case that we're giving plus an extra dinar's worth of Karka. But if the extra dinar is in Metatli, it's not considered uh, an extra dinar, so to speak, for the Yerusha, and therefore they will split it. says, Okay, this guy is deserving an elif. Okay, this guy is deserving 500. Exactly the case we gave. If let's say there's an extra dinar besides the 1500, and each one takes the respective ketubah, this one gets 1000, this one gets 500. But if there's not an extra dinar, they split it equally, meaning each one gets 750. We have a case of Pashutas. What's the case of Pashutas? Mirubin. 
let's say when the assets fell at the time of death, which is when the father died, the assets were worth a lot. And therefore what? At that point over there, it was considered an extra dinar. Meaning when each one would take the respective ketubah, since the assets were appraised for a lot, there would be an extra dinar. And then when, by the time they got around to splitting him, they went down. And when they went down, there was not an extra dinar. And therefore the question is, from when do you judge? Do you judge from at the time of death or at the time of the splitting? So Gabriel says, We say, no. Once already the guy died, the father died, the Yorshim was okay at that moment, whatever they were worth. And therefore, since there was an extra dinar, because there was a higher appraisal, so therefore, the respective Yorshim, for example, the guy that's good to buy a thousand, he was okay with a thousand, he's not going to sell for 750. He says, listen, at the time of death, the value was more, which, which, gave an, which put an extra dinar at least in the, uh, in, the, uh, in the pot. And therefore, we say what? He gets his Yerusha, uh, uh, meaning the Ketubah, and he gets his Ketubah, and then they split the rest of the So now the Gemara's question is this, But what about the opposite? Let's say at the time of death, right, it was less. And therefore they had to go 50-50. But then what, at the time of the splitting, it went up. So now the Gemara's question is, what would you say in that case? Tashema, so we have a story. The Nechseh have a story of a fellow whose name was Bartzir And he had assets. Mu'atim. They were what? They were worth a little at the time of death. Vinitrabu, and then what? They went up. So Havu, Havu. The Atu, the Kamed Rav Amram. So they came in front of Rav Amram to know exactly, you know, to one year judge it. Amadlihu, Zilu, Paisinu. So he told, uh, he told one of the uh, Yorshim, go to the other ones and appease them, which means really you're supposed to give them their ketubah. Because what? You go, according, you go according to the time that you're yeah. dividing it. No, at the time of death it was... Uh, but he said, he said before, last no, time before. A, at the time of death. No, here you don't go. Here he's telling him the opposite. He's telling him that you go at the time of the mirubah. At the time of the division. So he told him, go, go to the uh, Yorshim and appease them. What does it mean, appease them? Appease them meaning give them their halak. Uh, give them ketubah. They, need, they want a thousand. Go appease them and give them a thousand. Lo askehu. The guy didn't listen. He didn't like that answer. If you're not going to go a piece of it, give them their uh, well-deserved uh, money for the bin in I'm going to hit you with a thorn that does not bring blood out. Which means I'm going to hit you, I'm going to give you a in hiding. That's basically what he's saying. I'm going to hit you with a thorn that does not bring uh, blood out. In any event, he wasn't listening. So you know what? Watch Kodav Nachman and get a ruling. So he answered, Rav Nachman said a different answer than the first rabbi, than Rav Amram. He says, He came along and says, there's no difference. It always goes at the time of Bita. And just like in the case where it was Mirubin, Zachubem Yorshim, so to Mu'atim. When it starts with Mu'atim and it was no extra dinar, Zachubem Yorshim, therefore split it evenly, you don't have to give them the Benin, the Khrin. So the, the basic rule comes out of this Gemara. It always goes what the assets were valued at the time of Mitab bin Mirubin, bin Yorti. So he was arguing on the first rabbi. The first rabbi told him, go pay. He wasn't listening. So he went to the other rabbi. If not, well, man said, you're fine. You don't have to pay anything. Just like Mirubin, is that Shat Mitab? So to Mu'at. You're also Shat Mitab. Therefore, the deen is, you just split it. Bishaveh comes to Gemara and says, Ahu Gabra. There was a certain fellow. Davu Maskebe Alfa Zuzeh. Which means he owed out a thousand zoos. He had two palaces, two homes. He sold one of the palaces for 500. 
and the other palace he sold four or five hundred. So now he has a thousand, right? At that Baal Chov, so the Baal Chov came along, which means the one's creditor came along, Tarfa Lachadaminayu, and he put, uh, you know, he, he took one of the houses, which means he went to the the, the buyer of the house. And he says, listen, this guy owes me money, so I put, put put a lien on his uh, house, and he confiscated it. Hadar and then he took the other house because he was assuming each house was worth five hundred, so he took both houses. Now he has a uh, thousand. Shakal alfa zuza So now what happened? The buyer of the houses took a thousand zoos and went to the to the one the, that was owed the money. The, um, the debtor. The debtor. The one that was owed the money. The creditor. Went to the creditor. Amale, so he tells him like this. Listen. If you want the th- if it's worth to you one of these homes, you took both of these homes out. I'm not giving you both of these homes. If one of the homes will be worth to you a thousand, I have no problem. Keep one house and give me back one house. Otherwise, give me back both houses and I'll give you a thousand zoos and get out of here. Which means he was on the hook now because he bought these houses. There was a lease on these houses. So now you want the guy took the two houses. So he's coming along and saying like this. Here's, here's the options I'm giving you. Either give me one house back and we're going to we're going to escalate the price of one of the houses to a thousand, and you keep that house, and I get one house back, or give me back both houses, and I'll just give you a thousand uh, zoos. That was the option the buyer of the houses gave the creditor. So what happened? So, now, no question is, can he do that? Which means really what they're doing over here is... Why would he do that? Because he wants the house back. So therefore, he's overinflating the price of the house. He's saying, "Listen, I'm going to write you a star. It's going to stay in the star. The, the house over here is worth a thousand. It's only worth five hundred. But he says, listen, I, I don't want you to take both houses. Either I'll write you a star for, for that's worth a thousand. You took a thousand, or give me back both houses. I'll pay you off. I don't want to give you the house. I'm going to give you a thousand. So the Gemara says, can he do that? Savar Rami Bar Lememar. So Rami Bar Hamal thought to say, Haynu Matnitin. We have a similar case like that in our Mishnah. What was the case in our Mishnah? Im Amru Yitomin Hare Anu Maalim Al Nixe Abinu Yafedinar. Didn't we say in the Mishnah that the Yitomim cannot over-evaluate the price of the Nechassim? Which means if the price is... They, can, right, they, want, they want to get an extra dinar, right? In order to make the Benin Dekhlin, right? So what do they want to do? They want to say, even though what we have is 999, we'll, we'll, we'll consider that we took 1,000. So we said they cannot over-evaluate. So to over here we're going to say what? That this uh, uh, buyer cannot over-evaluate the, uh, the assets. So comes the Quran and says, Amal Rava Midame. What are you comparing the two cases? Hatam itle peseda liyatme. By overvaluing over there, you're causing a peseda to the other yatomim. Because what does he gain by overvaluing over there? He'll get now get a thousand. Right. And he's going to cause the other yatomim only to get five hundred. Otherwise, they would split it easily and get seven fifty each. So then, by overvaluing in the Mishnah, the reason why you can't do it because it causes a loss. However, hagam miitle peseda. But here, there's no loss. Why is there no loss? Alpha Yahiv, the Alpha Shakil. Which means, he took a thousand, and he's, he gave back a thousand. Which means, over here, what is, what, 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 there is no, there's no loss in the, in the case. Why? Look at the Rashi. Rashi says, let's start with all the cases over here. Uh, second line, Maskebe, Maskebe, Noshimbo, they were claiming against this guy. 
thousand. Shakal lokeyah al So the buyer of the houses took a thousand zoos. And he told him like this, Ishabiyahu Hada, one of the homes, the Kabilab Hobshilkam, the Taniahli Zong give me the other house, Vistalik Bitarvay, or take a thousand and give me back both houses. It's Hanu Matnitin. The Matnitin Matsil Mikbar Haidina Dilo Matita in the high look haki shayam maliadamea. The look cannot overinflate the the prices, right? Because we took up Itu Pisedah, Livnik to Makitana. And the Mishnah you're causing a a hepset to the once you have the smaller ketubah, be'alotan shalelu by elevating the price, so you're causing them to lose. Mashiachin in this case over here, he gave a thousand zoos uh, for the loan, correct? And he's taking back a thousand zoos in payment. But therefore, the house. Has the house. therefore the buyer is justified in forcing the credit either to take the thousand zoos in cash and give back the first mansion, or to keep the mansion without receiving uh, any further payment. That's the. Um, that's the uh, that's the understanding. Actually, ask over here that seeming so that, so that was the answer to the Gemara. What I wanted to say over here, there's no loss, which means he he lent a thousand, he's getting a thousand back. Now, even though you might say that the the creditor he's keeping a mansion that was only assessed for five hundred, and therefore technically now by, by, by giving him the uh, the overinflated price of a thousand, technically he's losing. So he says it's not considered a loss because Rabbah says that when a creditor comes to collect from a buyer. The buyer has the right to pay off the debt and keep the property. That's the law called Matzeh Letzeluk Letzeluk Because the buyer of the property has a right to tell the creditor, Hey, listen, take, take the thousand and see you later. Therefore, technically, you're not losing. Which means, hey, listen, I'm not obligated to give you the house. Give me the house, Michael, give me the thousand, you won't lose anything. So technically, he's not... Losing. He's not losing anything. So therefore, he's getting the option. Right, he, he has an option to take a thousand. So, te- But in the case of the Mishnah, you're losing. If you're going to over-evaluate the assets, automatically the one with the smaller ketubah is losing. I was supposed to get 759 because you over-evaluate, I'm only getting now 500. So you can't compare the cases. So in this case, it's a guaranteed, uh, the case of the Mishnah is a guaranteed loss for somebody if you don't over-evaluate. But if you can over-evaluate, it's not going to cause a loss to the, uh, to the creditor. Because he lent a thousand, he's going to get back a thousand. Who has to take the house? Get back the house, you'll get your thousand that you, uh, that you want. So comes again and says, Oh, which is the question he asked, Rashi. Right? The guy who bought the properties. Right? He sold it. He gave him a thousand zoos. He just tried to, 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 to shoo him away from the debt. The Jose Lebetin. Now he goes back to Betin. Because the guy who sold it to him, sold it to him, Bahrayut. Meaning, Bahrayut means I'm responsible for all, uh, all loans. All liens, I'll take care of it. So now I'm the, I'm the guy who bought the houses. So I sell, I put $1,000 cash out of my pocket now. Correct? So now I gotta write a, 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 a start of it because I wanna go after the, uh, the yeah, seller, the guy I bought it from, because he promised me that he's gonna take care of the loans. So the Gemarat Sarashi says, Kishurab, do you write now the star, a thousand, can they get to what he paid, or do you write, which means, let's say the guy took the houses, let's say, okay? So now if he took the houses, do you write on the star that he owes me, a thousand based on the overinflated price of what we put the house at, or do we say that you put it at the price of uh, five hundred? 
So the Gemara says, Avina Amar be'alfa. Avina says you put the price out of, of a thousand. Avina Amar be'hamesh me'ah be'elcheta be'hamesh Because technically, what did he do? He lost the house. Let's say, how much did he pay for the house? Five hundred for the house. He, he's not going to make five hundred on it. Which means, now that I overinflated it to get rid of the uh, debt, then you know what? We'll, we'll overinflate this house. We'll, we'll make believe it's a thousand now. You keep the house. Good. So now you can't go back to the uh, the seller and with a start, uh, listen, you owe me a thousand because he took it to, for his debt. Who you took it for his debt? They really think it's worth 500 million. Because you, you overinflated it. doesn't have to pay you now uh, right. that money over there. So if he only has to pay him, uh, they start the betting right of his four, five hundred. Comes the Gemaran continues with another story. Okay, he owed a hundred zoos out. So he had two parcels of land, two pieces of land. Good, he sold both parcels of land, fifty each. Good, now he has a hundred. Same story, the Balhov came along. So he came along, he took one of the pieces of uh, land. And then he went and took the second piece. That's the exact same story as we just learned. Right? The creditor came along, he took both pieces of land. So the buyer of the property took a hundred zoos. He went to the creditor. If you want to consider one of the pieces worth a hundred, good, keep one of the pieces and give me one back. Otherwise, give me back both and just take a hundred. And he has a right to, to do that. Sabad of Yosef Lemimad, Hainu Matnitin. So Rabbi Yosef thought to say that's exactly the case of the uh, Mishnah that what? We don't allow over-evaluation. Uh, Imabru Yitomim, like the case of the Yitomim, that what? That they want to over-evaluate, they're not allowed. Which means over here, it's exactly like the same conversation. He said, what do you mean? There's no hefset over here. He gave a hundred. He's getting back a hundred. Which is technically, he's... He's able to tell him, listen, uh, give me back my lands, and I'll give you back the hundred. So there's no loss over here. Okay, good. Let's say he gives it back one of the lands. Okay, that he, that he overinflated for a hundred. Now he has the right to start to go back to the seller, the one that sold him the lands. How much does the star say? So give us the vina, amar that's the overinflated price that they put. It's the exact same story. The Shittam questions of exactly what did we learn more in this story than we have in the first story? But that's the uh, verbatim, just different uh, different numbers. Okay, next story. There was a fellow, Okay, he owed out a hundred Zuz. Shakif. Okay, he died. Shavak Katina Dara, he left a piece of land, Dadia Shavya Hamshin Zuze. Okay, that was worth the fifty Zuz. That, that, that's what he had left. Ata Balhov, so the Balhov came along to the Yorshim, the Katarifle, and grabbed the uh, grabbed the land. They still want to recover uh, you know fifty. They got fifty. Azil Yatme Yavule Hamishim Zuze. So what happened? Now the Yatumim came along, they wanted to buy it uh, back. So they went to the uh, creditor of their father, their father's creditor. They gave him 50 zoos in order to buy it back. Hadar katarifla. And what did he do? He took it again. <laughs> so now he ends up getting paid back. Okay, let's get the story. The guy owed, the father owed 100. Okay? And he had a, a piece of property that was worth 50. The father died. Then comes the creditor. The creditor comes along, takes, takes the land. Okay, now it's, okay, it's worth 50. Okay, so now what happens? The Yitomim comes and says, "Listen, we want that land, please." Okay, give me fifty. Gives him fifty, 
uh, now he takes the they give, they give him the land back and once he gives the land back they take the land back now they ended up getting what? 50 plus the land where even? so they came in front of me why don't know could they do that? Amar lahem mitzvah ala yitomim lefroa chob avihin yes it is a mitzvah for the yitomim to pay the chob no the chob of their father that, that's an obligation therefore which means the first ones what they did they did a mitzvah which is when they gave the the, the karka to the uh, yitomim when, 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 when the when the when the when the um, baal chov took the karka that's the mitzvah because they're paying back tarif now when he's taking it back the second time bedin katarif now why he's taking it back bedin rightfully so we'll see that she let's see that she now at this point let's catch up in the she's. Mitzvah Ali Yitomim. It's up upper third of the uh, Rashi's there. Lifrawa Chov Abihim. Why is it the Mitzvah for the Yitomim to pay back the debt of their father? Mishum Kavod Abihim. Ela She'en Lebeti Nechufan Alke. But Beti cannot force them. They love Mitzvah Asim Beforeshit because it's Kavichad Ulav. Ela Mitzvah Ba'amad Rabbanan. It is a Mitzvah Ba'amad Rabbanan. Now, Bedin Katarif. She'nechseh Al-Loveh Nishtabedulo. Which means the 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 chasim of the loveh he has a shemud on them. Therefore, when the um, when the guys came along, when the creditor came along and took this piece of land, there's a, there's a lien on it. Therefore, he has no problem to to, to 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 do that. Now, when they came along and paid fifty to buy it back, next says she. Oh, actually, let's, let's, let's read the Gemara's uh, language again. Hanekamai. These, the first uh, uh, transaction, mitzvah avditu. That was a mitzvah. Hashta ki tarifa. Now when they're taking it the second time, the karka bedin katarif. Do not take a wine. Velo amran, velo amru lehani hamshezuze demear akatina. This is only talking about where they did not tell him that. Listen, when they paid for the 50, they didn't step and say, listen, we're giving you this 50 for the land. We're giving you for the land. If they did that, they already. It's not going to work. But if they clearly said we're giving you the fifty for the land, then they pushed them away. Let's see that she, that she please, that she says. When they paid it, they make it Which means what's coming out is like this. Let's review now the mechanics of how this case works. You have a situation over here where the father owed 100 zoos. Okay, the father owed 100 zoos. He had a piece of land that was worth uh, 50. What happened? The Yitonim are Yoresh the land. So that's considered a Yerusha. There is a lien on that uh, property over there. So technically when the, uh, when the Baal Chok comes along and takes the property, he has a right to take the property because technically it's a totem. There's a lien on it. Good. Now the Yitonim come along and they pay 50. Now if they didn't stipulate that we're paying you this 50 for the debt for the, for, the, for the land they didn't say we're paying you for the land they didn't stipulate that then already when they're paying the 50 that's, they're fulfilling the mitzvah of paying their father's uh, debt and therefore you can keep the 50 and what? there's still uh, 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 50 debt out and therefore they can take the land as well However, if they stipulated when they when they when they gave the fifty, listen, there's fifty over here. We're giving it here to buy the land. So then already they cannot come and take the land the second time because that land over there is considered as if they're buying a piece of land. It's not considered Yerusha anymore. That's considered we bought a piece of land from a stranger. Like if they go buy a piece of land, let's say from uh, from another guy, 
Now they have this piece of, can this guy come and take uh, uh, the karka? No. He's, it's only the karka, the lunis on the father's karka that goes to Yerusha. Once he took it, now they come along and say, here's 50. Good? So now what happens, they take back the land. But this is the land of the Yerusha. This is that they came back from their father. And therefore what? We have a leader now, we're taking the land back. But Sheikh, if they come and say, we're giving you the 50 to buy it. We're buying the land from you. Then already, it's like they bought a piece of land from a stranger. Therefore, it's like the sort of their hope. There's no need on that land. What happens over here is the Gemara says, the first monies that were given, you did a mitzvah. Even though they didn't have to. Because the Yatumim really don't have to pay their father's debt from, from Metaltoli. Hani, hani, kamai, mitzvah, avditu. Thank you for the 50. Good. Now when they come along... And uh, they want to uh, 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 buy it back. Uh, uh, now, so so what, what, what they do? They gave the. Again, let's get the case clear again. The uh, the, the 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 field was mortgaged. The uh, creditors came and took the field. So when they gave that fifty, we look at fifty. You're giving it to Zahov. So you, so now you're up uh, fifty. They give back the field. They come back, take the field back because it's mortgaged for the uh, debt. Unless they stipulated, we're not giving you the fifty for the debt. We're giving you the 50 for the land. Then already, there's no mortgage. The land goes off. The mortgage goes off it. Correct. And therefore, they do not have to... Uh, they cannot take it. Gabra tells another story. So what did this guy do? He sold his mother's ketubah. What does he mean? How can he sell his mother's ketubah? For a small vig, he sold his mother's ketubah. As she says... She was married. They were still married. He sold already the value of the ketubah. For a small amount of money. Why? As she says, they should safik. Because it's safik if it's going to ever get paid. How? Because maybe his mother's going to die. If his mother dies, then it doesn't come down to him. It goes to the husband. Or even if let's say the ketubah does come down the line, the husband will die. The ketubah will go to the mother. But what? Maybe this guy who's selling it's going to die. It'll never come to him, and therefore, since it doesn't come to him, it cannot be transferred. He doesn't have it to sell. So therefore, the guy is really selling over here as like an option. It's, 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 it's what it is. It's a risk, which means in the event that the mother gets the ketubah, and then the mother dies, and I'm your reshit, I'm selling you that uh, right now. Yeah, Since it's selling short. Correct. And therefore, he's getting some money now, but the says it's it's a small amount of money, because there's risk that he's not going to get anything. So let's, let's say for argument's sake, the guy pays $100 for this, uh, for this option that it might come to him. Again, the risks that he won't get it is, if she dies first, the mother... Goes, but goes to the husband. That's it. There's nothing. No one gets anything. Or the husband dies first, but then the Yoresh dies. dies. And therefore, it doesn't go down to, to, to anybody. Good. So now what happens? And he tells him like this at the time of the sale. Says, listen, I don't want any responsibility. Meaning... I got this hundred dollars you paid me. If my mother comes along and has claims, had you sell my ketubah, I'm protesting, I'm against it. I'm, I'm not, you're not saved from that. Which means I'm keeping the hundred dollars regardless. Which means, and the transaction is null. Which means the hundred dollars you're giving me is automatic, it's, it's, it's guaranteed, meaning I keep the hundred, even if my mother comes with ma'ar'ir, and the screams and says, how did you sell the ketubah? It doesn't matter. Lo mafsina lach. 
Let's get that language. What exactly is the uh, language? Right, which means uh, uh, I will not save it for you. Which means you're going to, you're not going to get your hundred dollars back. So the Mephashim say over here that if the mother protests, it's a protest. Why? Because since the son did not yet own the ketubah rights that he was selling, the sale could be nullified in any case. Because one cannot sell what uh, he doesn't own yet. Okay, even a future inheritance. And that's what comes out. Alright? So therefore, what does he say? I'm not refunding any money. My mother comes along and nullifies this. It's your loss. What happened? Shechiva ima. The mother died. She died. She's working now. Uh, she died. Now who gets the uh, ketubah? No. The, 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 wait. No. The case of shechiva ima meaning the mother inherited the ketubah. Then the mother died. Now this kid was yoresh the ketubah. And the mother never protested. Technically the option is executed. He should get the money. And he comes along as Me'arir. He comes and says, no sale. He comes and makes the protest. He says, no, you, you can't do such a thing. Sup now. What, what, what is his, his logic to do such a thing? He said, listen, I'm, I'm in place of the mother over here. I'm in place of the mother. So I inherited the mother. So I'm like the mother. I can come along in Me'arir. Savar Rabbi Barhamal de Me'mar, Ihu bimkom imeh. He's in place of the mother, just like the mother could be a nullified a thing, and he loses the hundred, so he could do the same thing. Wait. Granted, he didn't take responsibility for what's out of his control, for his mother's reaction. But his own ahrayut, uh, uh, he, he, he did not accept, which means, listen, the guy's willing to say, listen, I don't know, my mother's going to go crazy, she's not going to want this to be happening. Listen, the hundred dollars is, is his mind. But he did accept his own ahrayut, meaning if that, that if she didn't protest, he cannot go no protest and ask for the, uh, for, the, for, 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 the, for the money back. But Rashi says, ahrayut de nafsheh, read Rashi here, which means when he makes his own uh, 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 protest, dinu it makes sense which means technically if he's going to come and protest, the law is like this. What is he protesting? I, I want to keep the uh, I want to keep the ketubah. So what's going to happen is that she says his protest will. Be enough to say what? Keep the ketubah, uh, but at least give back the hundred dollars. Uh-huh. That's what it's saying. Which means, by the case where the mother was protesting, you lose the hundred dollars, you lose, you, you, you lose the, you lose the whole thing. Here, it's saying that if he protests, yeah, it's no matter what. which means the guy, the who right, no which what? means, but he has, no, no, he has to give the hundred dollars back. This is she again. So the story is over here just to review. The fellow sold the option for the ketubah. He said, if my mother protests, you're out. Meaning you lose your hundred, and the ketubah doesn't go to you. Case happened, ketubah came to the mother, mother died, went to the Yoresh. The Yoresh that came along and protested. Rami bar said, his protest is like the mother's protest. Meaning, the guy's out the hundred dollar investment, and he doesn't get, the option is not executed. But came to Gebaran and said, <coughs> that what, Rava says, no. Really... He accepted upon himself what's, what's out of his control, he cannot accept upon himself. So therefore, if his mother protested, he doesn't want to accept responsibility. For himself, he does accept responsibility. And what does it mean accepting responsibility? Meaning, if he protests, he'll have to pay 
the hundred back to the one that bought the option. But the point is he can keep the ketubah. Which is really, normally speaking, a person cannot sell something that he doesn't own. But if a guy comes up and says, what I, I'm going to inherit from my father, I'm selling to you. Really, that's not considered a sale. Right? That's not considered a sale at all. So that, that's why he keeps it. Which is, she's explaining to you, that's why he gets to keep the ketubah. Because really, he, he couldn't have seen, there was no sale really in the first place. That's why the sale is really nullified. When a guy says, I'm not interested. Because she never sold anything. Because right. she had no rights. It's like a guy saying, what I'm inherit from my father, I'm selling to you. It's not yours yet to sell. Now that she has a question. It's not similar to a case in Baba uh, Metzia. What's the case? Legozel Sadeh. Guy stole a few. And he sold it to somebody else. Let's give the case. Guy stole a field from Reuven and he sold it to Shimon. Then the guy he felt guilty, so he went to Reuven, he gave him a hundred dollars for the field. He says, I want to pay you for the field. Okay? He stole it from Reuven, sold it to Shimon. He went to Reuven and came along and said, You know what? Uh, I want to pay you for that field that I stole, and he gives him, he gives him money. The Kaimalan Ba, we hold over there, Ma Machar Rishon Nashini, the first guy, the Rishon, the Gazan, what did he sell to Shimon? Which means he sold them all rights that are going to come to him, which means like this over there, the Dean is. Shimon keeps the field, which means the Uven can, the Gazlan cannot go back to Shimon now and say, listen, I want my field back. I bought it. In the case again, he stole it from the Uven. He sold it to Shimon. He paid the Uven now. Now that he paid it, I say, it's my field now. So now he cannot go to Shimon and come along and say, listen, I want my field back. It's my field. Elawat Shimon owns it, and we say the logic over there is because we say that the Gazlan felt guilty that he gave Shimon a field that really he didn't have a right to sell. So he was paying the uh, Uven, it was just to make it good. To make it that it was his, so the sale that he gave to Shimon is considered a kosher sale. That's the way we understand the, uh, the logic. And if we cannot go back to uh, Shimon to claim back the field. So why over here? Can he come back to claim back the uh, ketubah from the uh, right, right. to claim back the ketubah from the uh, from the one he sold it to? So he says because the hatam in the case of the fields lakad davka the tarach abatrav the zabna ki echi de likum behemenute im lokayah. Because over here we say the guy was matriah. The gazan now went, he took another $100, went to the oven, spent money. So when he's making this effort, you assume that his logic is doing what? To make it good. So he doesn't uh, have a guilty conscience of it that he stole something and he sold something that wasn't his. And he made an effort, he took the 100 and went and purchased it legally now. So we assume that what? Shimon can't keep it. However, Abal Naflalo Birusha. But in this case over here, what did the son do? 
to be to get this ketubah. He was Yoreshit. Amri Yirusha Memelahava. Yirusha came to him which means he did not make any uh, uh, efforts over here to get this uh, property and therefore what he can just accept the property keep it and he does not and he has to return back the money brings what did he sell to this uh, fellow, he sold Sadeshi He sold a piece of real estate the father designated for the ketubah. Umit. And then what the father died. Now the son inherits. And one of the things he inherits is this field that has the lien of the ketubah. As long as, let's say, the, the mother did not come to claim the uh, ketubah. If this guy sells it, the sale is a sale. Which means the sale is a, a sale. Which means that's considered his uh, money. He was yoreshed from his father. But he's have to reimburse his mother the ketubah kishitibainu la sadezu shabuda mutal shabuda mutal on this field is a shabud that 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 because she would have the ketubah the he yichol tofam yad lokeya she can go to lokeya and say listen there was a lien for my ketubah umishum da amar lehai now what's the case he comes along and says i acha imi my mother comes along as ma'ara I'm not going to save it for you. You're going to lose your, uh, your, your, your money. That's why he sells it for a small price, because he's coming to listen. You, you, you can lose this over here. I mean, if my mother screams that she wants that piece of land over there, even I, I'm not taking I didn't take any uh, responsibility for that. Therefore, wow. you, you, know, you, you, you lose. I'm not giving you back your $100, by the way. And the Ravad Kalun says, I don't know. For his own, uh, 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 for, for, for his mother's didn't accept the responsibility. Which means, if his mother comes, if somebody else comes along, another shi'abud, uh, and says, hey, I have a shi'abud on that, then he has to take responsibility. Which means, for, for his mother, he doesn't take responsibility. But for somebody, somebody else, there is a shi'abud. That's why Ravah says, if somebody else would come along to this uh, guy and say, listen, I want uh, the field back, so we'd have to give him his hundred dollars back, and he would have to deal with the, uh, that. That's why Ravah responded that the exclusion of a guarantee was only regard to the case by, made by others. But to claim put forth by the seller himself, uh, but not to claims put forth by the seller himself. Exactly. Which is when, it, when the claim is to others, that's who he exempted himself. But when the guy himself comes along and says, I changed my mind, then already that's not, uh, he was in control of that. Which means, I guess when, when, now, when, when, when he comes along and t- takes the, 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 the land, he can come along and say, yeah, I protest, uh, I want to change my mind. Uh, he can't do that. Which means, in that case over there, he can take back the land, but he has to give him back the $100. Okay.